Hello, everyone. My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we have the cast of There's Someone Inside Your House. It's an American slasher film directed by Patrick Bryce and written by Henry Gaydon. It's an adaptation of a 2017 novel of the same name. The plot follows a young woman, a senior transfer student from Hawaii, who finds herself in the center of gruesome murder cases in her newly acquainted town of Osborne, Nebraska. So here is the cast of There's Someone Inside Your House. First up is the lead actress, Sydney Park. Hi. Hey, Monica. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions for you. I'll just like jump right in. So the movie was so good. And I just wanted to ask you, I guess, first of all, why you were drawn to playing this character. And also, you know, what differentiates it from other horror films is that she is so layered. And there's like a, you know, bad incident that she had, which is why she moved and various things. So I guess, you know, I just want to know kind of what drew you in. And how is it playing someone that was so layered in a horror film, which is like kind of abnormal <laughs> for typical films? Well, thank you for noticing that and, and and touching on that as well, because it really did draw me so much closer to Makani um, and, and just who she is. I love that she, you know, she really loves her family. She loves her friends. She loves her grandmother. We know something tragic happened to her. Um, and then, of course, she has her romance with Ollie. And it is there are all the, all of these layers that um, are very different from any other horror film really out there. And I think, you know, Patrick Bryce being attached and his vision and his work really just made it so much more fun because he's bringing this this fresh these fresh ideas as well. You know, we've got Dan Cohen and um, James Wan, Sean Levy, like all of these heavy hitters that are making something really cool. Um, we're breaking traditions. We have a lot of diversity in the cast. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a dope story. And Stephanie Perkins created an amazing novel and Henry Gaiden adapted a wonderful movie. What was it like, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if they asked this question to you or not, but in terms of filming a horror movie, the screaming, the intensity, the stuff that goes into the actual acting process, what was that like for you? Because, you know, for us, it's an hour and a half and we're watching it. We're like, you know, traumatized and we're watching it. But as an actor, I don't know the process of how you mentally prepare, like physically to be doing all of these type of things in the film. Yeah, it's definitely grueling. Uh, it's it's exhausting and challenging. You have to make sure that you are well rested, you're drinking your water because it's take after take after take. You know, you can easily be on set for 12 hours um, and you're working on a scene for like six hours. So each moment you see, you know, Makani gets attacked and this and that, like that took days to complete. Um, so it's really challenging and fun, but uh, it's no easy feat. What was the process like when, you know, you see like this killer and I thought it was very interesting that they have their face. So they're showing you like hidden things or secrets when they're about to, you know, murder you, the killer, but he's wearing the face of the person they're about to kill. So what was that like, um, that process either, you know, acting in that kind of scene or even, I'm assuming they had to do something to make those. So like, what was that process like? Cause that's like freaky. I think in any scenario to see your face on someone else. 
is really scary. Um, and our special effects, our makeup artists did an incredible job with the masks. We actually went through the 3D printing process. Um, every person, you know, every character who had a mask did that. So it was really great. And we made multiples of each mask, one for camera, one specifically for stunts, one that matches, you know, the character really, really closely. And it's a, for a specific shot. So it was really in, an intricate, amazing uh, process, but um, it just makes the film that much cooler. And it's really, it's, it's a, it's a really deep thing. You know, it's like the mirror of your, of yourself. And I love that moment with Markian and the beginning where he goes, this is not me. And he's like looking at himself and it's, it's, it's so epic. I love it. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I, um, I laughed like hardcore at that part. Like, even though it wasn't funny, what was happening it was very funny. You were so great in the film and so much rides on your shoulders because you're kind of like leading the film through. So um, I guess it's like a two part question. First, how is that, you know, in terms of acting, I'm sure you're on every single page of the script and trying to, you know, manage all of that. And then also, uh, what was it like um, to kind of do a horror film that brings us back to the 90s when they were like really good and kind of surprising and shocking? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm honored, you know, I'm, I'm honored to carry the torch and, um, be a leader and, and be, you know, the, the example for my peers and my, my, my wonderful, talented cast. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I've been doing this for so long and, you know, to have my first lead in a, in a movie be this one is really, really special. Uh, we touch on a lot of different important topics that are extremely relevant, but also um, discussions that we've been having for so long. Um, and then on top of that, like, it's a, it's a great showcase for an actress, all of these colors, all of these layers. It's a, it's a role I've never done before in my career. So um, I'm really just thankful and, and I'm so happy that people are responding to it well. I just want to thank you and you did a fantastic job. The movie's amazing and I can't wait for everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much, Monica. So that was Sydney Park talking about her experience on set. Next up are her co-stars, Asia Cooper, Jesse LaTourette, Dale Whitley, and Diego Josef talking about what it was like working together and what fans could expect for this film. I wanted to ask all of you, um, and any of you can respond, what it feels like to be in a film where not only are you playing layered characters um, that are multi-layered and have all of these different scenarios going on in their lives, but you're also dealing, obviously, with a serial killer. At the same time, the movie kind of takes you back to, like, the 80s, 90s, good horror movie. What was it like to play your characters? And what is it like kind of bringing back horror in a good way, finally? Jesse LaTourette. I feel like the stakes were so high and the concept was so creepy. Like the masks are so creepy that honestly, like it was, it was difficult like not to be in it. You know, like they really like did an amazing job at like, immersing you in that world so as a character like i just like dived right into it dale whitbury yeah and and they made the characters so tangible for us like they really they were written in such a way that we could easily grasp but also have so much to do and pull from and work from because our characters had such deep backgrounds and had so so much you know prior trauma and stuff that you can pull from it was it really it made our jobs a lot easier diego jose yeah, I mean, I know, I know that there were a lot of similarities between us as people and then our characters a lot, and uh, especially Jesse, what you said about them, like having them to like 
it was really easy to be immersed into the film, into the onset as well, because everything was so big and the sets were amazing. Well, what is it like filming a horror movie physically and mentally? Because I mean, you go through so much in the film. So what is that process like as actors and how do you prepare for that? Next up is Asia Cooper. I personally yeah. felt like it, it helps you stay more present, like which has kind of been like an actor's dream. Like that's what you, you want every take to be fresh and to be present and organic. And I feel like with horror films, at least like this one, definitely ours, um, it was just, it was so like freeing and it was so easy to do that because things were very scary. <laughs> So it was like you were reacting very organically to what was happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much like my experience. I felt like with everything on on set. Was it creepy seeing the mask? Because you know we've seen a lot of horror movies where they wear the mask and they chase and everything, but this one, it's like your own face. So it's like you're being killed by yourself in a way. Right as this horrible thing that you did is playing or is being showcased. You're being killed by yourself and it's a movie about secrets where maybe you're kind of holding yourself back. Yeah. I think like they just, that's so cool. Dale Whitbury. The layers of this film just blow me away every time. I, I've watched it, I don't know how many times already, <laughs> but each time I watch it, I, I, I can't believe the work that we did. It's yeah. wild. And the two years it took for us to accomplish this film, it just, it really, I'm proud of everyone. So what is that like to hear that people that have loved horror movies their whole life are obsessed with this movie because you're bringing us back to a great time? It's amazing. Wow. It's on, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, seriously. Thank it's, you. it's really amazing to like to be kind of like compared to the old scream and like we know what you did last summer and then uh the strange children and, of the corn and like yeah, stuff like yeah, seriously. hundred percent. It's happy that we're satisfying the audience. So I'm, I'm really happy that we were able to do that. Dale Whitbury. Yeah, I grew up watching lo and loving horror films my entire life. And the, the 90s, I know I was born at the end of the 90s, but the 90s for horror was a huge thing for me growing up because of my parents. My parents always made me watch old horror movies, old horror movies. So being and hearing you say that, that means the world. It absolutely does because we were trying to make a good testament to that era of horror and I'm glad that it's we accomplished that. So just congratulations. You guys did a fantastic job and I see you all going off doing a hundred million other movies. Thank you, Thank you Monica. Oh, Thank you, Monica. And finally, we have the director, Patrick Rice, and screenwriter, Henry Gaiden. Patrick, I know you directed it and then Henry, you are the screenwriter behind it and I wanted to get your take on, well, I guess from both of you as to the nostalgia that you guys brought to the film because it feels very much like those really really good horror movies from like the 90s that I miss it's not gory to be overly gory it's like it just all kind of fit very well together so I wanted to hear both aspects from the screenwriting to the directing as to how you guys were able to accomplish that I mean when I got the script you know it was it was nice because it was it was a it was a piece of material where I could I could tell that you know it was leaning towards those references of those 90s movies but it wasn't like hammering you over the head with it you know what I mean or it wasn't like I just I'm just like not a fan of full-on pastiche and I know a lot of stuff sort of goes there these days where it's you know you're, you're replicating shots from other horror movies basically and so for me it was really nice to like get a script where I like fell in love with and enjoy the characters in it and then also like enjoy that you know the set pieces went to the the places that they go to 
um, and felt surprised by it, but then also was like, oh, this is something where you can sort of like, sort of pick and choose small pieces of, you know, inspiration from those from those movies from like Scream and I know what you did last summer and stuff like that, which are movies I grew up on as well, you know, going to the movie theater. I think those were like some of the first movies I were I, I would go to on my own, you know, at, at a theater. And so I do have a lot of nostalgia for that. And I do think there's a place for, you know, a similar tone and vibe and and, and thinking about horror movies nowadays. And you know, I, I did have that moment, like, after, like it was, I think it was while I was shooting where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm actually making this movie, like, for my, like, 15-year-old self. You know, this is something that I would want to go see at that time. And also, like, you know, reflects my own personal values as well. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad, so, like, I think a lot about, like, what's going out in the world and wanting it to be something that's, like, adding to, adding to the good and not, not you know, the, 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 the shit. Uh, and, and so, you know, it, it felt like an opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, and I, just to jump off that, like the book that Stephanie wrote that the movie's based on um, was very clearly in the vein of those kind of 90s thrillers just as a novel. And so that that's kind of, as a writer, how I got started with it and with the tone. And then at the end of the day, like what I loved about her book and, and writing the script was um, it had kind of, more layered characters than you would normally find in a uh, slasher movie. Like the, the first slasher cycle in the 70s, 80s was a lot of just sort of a sort of grist for the mill, like characters that you can like just like churn through and you hate them and you can't wait to see them disemboweled or like, you know, hacked. Um, and it's really hard to do that when you care about characters. And um, and so I I wanted more, for me, the the trauma of the, the scenes and the set pieces to be for the characters. The trauma was not, not just that they were gonna die, but the trauma was that everything that they never wanted people to know about themselves was going to come out. And that was almost the secondary violence or the, actually the primary violence that was happening in the set pieces. So that's, um, that's why we, for me at least, why I kind of pulled it back and make it just a gore fest. Well, that and also like, because, you know, ideally because you care about these characters, there's more of a weight attached to, these moments where they die you know right spoiler alert <laughs> and, and, and you don't i mean look you don't care about some of them who die but they care about what's happening to them yeah it's, it's so it's got a component of not just visceral fear but like oh shit i don't want the people to know this if i do die what was it like in uh for the film you guys both kind of mentioned it the characters are very layered and i think it does make you care a lot more about what's happening to them and there's a mix between them and how they react to each individual, you know, murder. And at the same time, the shock value that you're able to keep going. I mean, like, even when the movie starts and the truck comes in, I was like, ah, like, I, like, jumped. Because, like, you know, there's so many things that go on that you're just not expecting. Um, even, like, in the in the very beginning with the closet scene, you know, like, I, you, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And also the masks, which were, like, amazing that they all look like them. It's just... The whole movie was fantastic, but to kind of just ask you guys, how is that uh, in terms of keeping it going throughout the whole film and then working with characters that are much more layered than in your typical kind of horror film? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, obviously it starts with the script, but really that that is found in the casting of these of these kids that we ended up getting in this movie. And I'm just so grateful for all of them. And I'm grateful for our casting director for sort of guiding us through this and and then for Netflix for letting us cast folks that weren't necessarily names or well known, but like 
were the best people for the job and just fully inhabited their characters. And so I think like having that just made everything feel so much richer and, and gave it so much more life and then seeing them play off each other too. Because I mean, you know, we cast this movie individually with all these all these kids, but we didn't know chemistry-wise. Mike, yeah. I have deodorant delivered to the room. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. In terms of thinking about, you know, the the sort of like surprising moments of the movie, you know, those were those were moments that, you know, I had like stylistic hunches that we were, you know, leaning into and sort of like uh uh you know planning for and then and then fingers crossed they worked within the movie, like that truck moment at the beginning, you know, that was something where, you know, it was it was it was kind of leaning into the the notion that the audience was going to have an expectation that there was going to be like jump scares and stuff like that. And these, and you know, it's sort of like, you know, just a one, I'm glad you caught that too, because it's like a little hint and a little nod saying like, we're gonna play here. You know what I mean? Like, this is gonna be fun. We know what kind of movie this is. The movie knows what kind of movie it is, you know? Well, thank you guys so much. It was so good. And I just think you both did such a great job you know, really bringing back a genre that I feel like kind of, I agree with you, Patrick, kind of like went awry. (laughs) (laughs) Like just saying it in a nice way, but like, I just feel like it's very much back on track with this film and it felt so nice to watch it and really enjoy it. So thank you both so much. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of There's Someone Inside Your House. The movie is currently available now, streaming on Netflix. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Uh